Why are you laughing? <laughs> Sorry, I thought of something a video. Yeah, it's <laughs> fine. funny. Anyway, anyway, welcome back to Behind the Screens. See, I got it right this time, Hallie. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. So, welcome back to our podcast. Uh, I'm, as always, I'm your host Andrew, and I'm, and as always, I'm joined by my co-chairs, Hallie and Chase. How are y'all doing? Doing pretty good. Uh, yeah, I'm pretty good. Pumped for Zombieland two tonight. Yeah. Guys, I'm a bit more enthusiastic. Guys, oh. you're pumped for Zombieland. We're so Ooh. pumped. So pumped. I got up at 8 a.m. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I almost missed my exam this morning. Oh, yeah. Yeah. yeah I was good. My exam was at 10 a.m. I said, I wake up at 7 o'clock to get some final studying in. Mm-hmm. Woke up at 9.15. Andrew. Mm. Yeah. No. Yeah. So I uh, hauled ass out of the bed, <laughs> brushed my teeth very quickly, and like, oh, time to go to campus. Mm. These methods don't work. Staying up. It, I went to bed early last night what was early 1 2 a.m that's that's oh my god that's, that's early for me that's better than what you usually do but still like i i couldn't fall asleep last night so after midnight i was up <laughs> and fatima had texted me like 30 times with her reactions to watching parasite, parasite. oh yeah and it was just like ah and then it'd be like kevin that's his name right kevin yeah he's uh, he's not alive no he's alive yeah <laughs> Wait, which one's Ke- the main Ki-woo. character? Kiwoo, Ki-woo. yeah. Ki-woo. Okay. Yeah, she didn't know what his name was, so she was calling him Kevin. Yeah. <laughs> and I was like, Kiwoo? Yeah. <laughs> but it was so funny. She sent me all these messages. Respect. Mm. <laughs> I remember seeing her uh, Twitter um, yeah. little tweet thread last night yeah. watching the movie. He's like, finally watching Parasite. Me and Chase both replied to it. <laughs> yeah, I like, I remember like I was I was watching her live tweet it, and then I responded to her like with the... I, I was hoping she'd get it, but it was like a clip of SpongeBob looking through his window. And just, like, eyes. just the eyes. Yeah. And remember, not to, remember, we're showing Parasite in two months. Don't spoil it. No, no, I can't. But like, there's a certain scene in the movie, which I actually rediscovered last week, and it's more creepier than when I first saw it. Like, it's 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 just so traumatizing. Tell you us gotta, afterwards. Yeah, we'll tell you. But like, just see the movie. It's top ten. Yeah. I was going to tweet out respect in all caps with an exclamation point. But <laughs> yeah. No, I need to be studying for the ex- exam. Yeah. yeah. You on Twitter. Wait, when was I get distracted very easily when I'm at home. Me too. What was that from? Respect. What? He's banging his head on the light switch. Oh, oh respect. okay. Yeah. yeah. Mm. So I just remember him like crying and just like, like nervously just like hitting it like with Morse code. Yeah. Mm. Anyway, um, yeah, that's one of our friends' experience with Parasite and mm-hmm. how the fact that our time management is so poor. Mm. <laughs> well, True. Maybe just my experience. Mainly you. Mainly yeah. Me, yeah. Mm. But anyway, let's get into some movie talk here. So over the weekend, we all saw a portrait of a lady on fire mm-hmm. at different locations. Mm-hmm. Hallie, you saw it at the Angelica, right? Yeah, Plano. Yeah. And, I, and me and Chase, we saw it at uh, North Park. Yeah. Turns out uh, some of our friends went to that screening too. Rachel no. and Rodrigo. Oh, really? Yeah. I, yeah. Asked, I texted Rachel. I was like, hey, do you want to go see Portrait of a Lady on Fire? Mm-hmm. And she's like, I'm going with Rodrigo. I'm like, oh, okay, cool. Uh, what theater? North Park. 10.30 a.m.? No, 10.45 a.m.? <laughs> hey, shit, me too. <laughs> so, yeah. Um, the, 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 there weren't that many people in the theater, so I kind of just hopped over. I took the road right above them. Y- really? Yeah. Yeah, there were not many people in my theater either. It was yeah. almost completely empty. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So. Yeah, there was like, it felt like there was like only like 20 people in there. Yeah, maybe 20 in our screening. Mm-hmm. But yeah, anyway, yeah. Uh, thoughts of Portrait of a Lady on Fire direct- directed by Celine Sciamma. Hmm. Oh. The more I think about it, 
the more I'm not liking it that much, actually. Really? Mm-hmm. Yeah, the longer I've thought about it. Mm-hmm. I don't know, guys. It just, it wasn't what I thought it would be. Yeah. It, well, I, I, I didn't know it was going to be, like, that silent. Yeah, it, it was, was so quiet. There was, like, a lot of moments where it's just, like, characters staring at each other. And then it'll cut to something else, and then... I don't know. Like when they like early in the film when like she first met like the when she first met the girl, like there were scenes where like she was staring at her and they were implying that they like they like felt something. But then it didn't happen for like another thirty minutes. But I mean I get that they have to progress the relationship, but it did feel kinda boring at some times. I actually really literally liked it. Uh-huh. I can't talk yeah. to it. Just say like did I just say really, really, really? Lily? That's Lily. Uh, who cares? Okay. Yeah, no but anyway, um, yeah, I really like the movie. Um, really? I like its almost silent approach to it, mm-hmm. just because sometimes music helps. Like sound, like the musical score helps a lot. But like in the case of Portrait of Lady on Fire, that silence really kind of really lets you dig deep into mm-hmm. it. Like really lets you feel that intensity. You're not being like, oh, I'm supposed to be feeling this with some like sappy romantic music yeah. in the background. Yeah, no, I, I understand that. And I thought where they used like music, it was really beautiful. Mm-hmm. But I don't know, at some points, I also feel like it lacked in story in some points too, where I just kept waiting for something to happen. And then it's it just felt like there was no climax. It almost was just plateaued the whole movie. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, what do you think? Mm. See, uh, I like that it really, it was really, really slow. Mm-hmm. Like it's, I get in the movie, you got to kind of accelerate plot points to, you know, like romances can't be like 30 minutes and they fall in love. I do get that, but it's like, I'm trying to find the best way to put it. Like it's not your typical romance story. Yeah. You know, you, see, you get what I'm trying to say? Yeah. Yeah. It, I don't even know if I would say it was, a typical romance at all Mm -hmm. like Mm -hmm. there was no talking about being in love with each other or anything it It just kind of happened but yeah yeah but it's also like see uh i i think with like most romance movies we Mm -hmm. all expect like if especially if it's like rated r you're Mm -hmm. gonna expect like a sex scene at some point to kind of you know officially confirm that hey they're a couple now no i just feel like it lacked romance like there was longing there was desire mm-hmm. and you could see that and i like that a lot but it lacked the actual any elements of romance like there was no grand gestures like you usually see and there was no someone like spilling their heart out to the other person mm-hmm. there was kind of that but it wasn't the same mm-hmm. yeah i, I could kind of see where she gets it at they do like show that it happened but they don't show like the the full and they don't need to. You just need to know that, hey, they did it. And that's that's enough to you know get you by. Because around the world, this movie is like critically adored. Mm-hmm. In yeah. France, they don't like this movie. Mm. Because yeah. there's, there's no outright portrayals of sex on screen. Oh. Yeah. yeah. And then the director fired back saying, hey, uh, you don't need sex to confirm any relationship whatsoever. Just, you know, this, the story and the dialogue should be enough in that. You mentioned longing, like just there's yeah. intense stares at each yeah, other. Yeah, there's the intense longing, but 
I don't maybe that's not for me. I I want I just want to see a lesbian movie that's <laughs> the same as any straight movie like I want musicals where they do big numbers and dance and you know it. Yeah, I get. I I this wasn't that mm-hmm. and I get that. Mm-hmm. But can someone make that? Can I? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> because <laughs> I I love romance movies, especially like rom-coms and everything mm-hmm. and can't we have like a lesbian La La Land? Can you imagine how amazing that would be? Mm. You know, <laughs> I'm here for it. Yeah. But also kind of unrelated. But mm. one thing I actually really loved about this movie is that every frame is like, um, it's like kind of like Spider Verse. It's like an art piece. It's like, kinda, yeah, sort of like I loved watching the painting being painted. Yeah. Like yeah. that was really cool. Like the cinematography throughout the entire movie, beautiful. from like the opening frame to the vi- to cut to black. Mm-hmm. Every is frame amazing. is amazingly put together. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 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 Like, it actually kind of made me want to get back into drawing foundations because I didn't take that class too seriously. But, yeah, the painting was really good. And the cinematography was, like, on point. Amazing. Yeah. Uh, but, um, anyway, Hallie. So, um, before I saw the movie, Hallie texted me saying, hey, uh, don't be a dick and, like, laugh psychotically <laughs> throughout the movie. And yeah. I was like... Why? Why would so, you laugh? so I saw Portrait of a Lady on Fire at like a 7 p.m. showing on a Friday night. So I expected it to be a full audience. No, there was maybe 10 people in the back row. There was a group of people who were probably drunk, who were just talking very loudly the whole movie, even though it's a silent movie. So that made it really fun. And then in front of me was a row of teenagers, including one guy who laughed the entire movie but he also laughed at the ads before that are not funny you know just like n- i'm not talking about trailers the, like the angelica the, stuff like the subaru and like yes uh, yeah. he, he laughed been. at a car commercial he might have been he high. laughed very loudly at a car commercial i don't know his yeah. friends laughed at that one too it was mm. a car commercial anyways mm. so he laughs the entire movie. I'm going to spoil something real quick. So one character in it, Sophie, gets like an abortion halfway through the movie. And as this is happening, she's like crying. She's in pain. And this dude is cracking up. Are you talking like <laughs> Yes. He's laughing so hard. And it, it was upsetting the rest of us. Like, Hello. why are you laughing? Hello, 911. <laughs> But this person right here. This person yeah, right here. Take yeah. him out. Yeah. I, I know. I wanted to go out and be like, um, can y'all remove him? Yeah. <laughs> because this is a sad movie and he laughs whenever they say something that's sad. I don't know how any normally functioning person can laugh during an abortion scene. Yeah. Like, like I don't know. He laughed the whole movie at things that were never funny. Yeah. Uh, Even well, some parts were just like beautiful. Mm-hmm. Like um, when Heloise catches her dress on fire yeah. as oh, she's yeah. walking around that fire yeah. and she like falls down on the ground as they're smacking the fire out. Mm-hmm. He had tears in his eyes laughing. Mm. I mean, and then at the end <sighs> when there's that scene where they play like that full song. Yeah. He sobbed the entire time and had to keep taking his glasses off and holding them up in the air as he wiped his tears with his other hand so he would have his glasses held in front of my face. Mm-hmm. He was really fun to be around. Mm-hmm. <laughs> sure sounds like it. Yeah, yeah. but um, based off how I experienced, the kind of leads us <laughs> into our main discussion for today. What was our weirdest theater experiences? Ooh. Just the worst people. Yeah. Who are they? 
Um, one of my weird ex- movie experiences was, I think when I saw Detective Pikachu last year, and there was this one guy who came into the auditor, who came into the auditorium, and he like all of a sudden I see smoke coming from him, and I'm sure he's like vaping in the theater or like full on smoking, but like smoke is coming from him. He steps out comes back in and continues to smoke like to where it's like really obvious to the entire theater that he's smoking it's just a giant a cloud. giant cloud just of like yeah he was like full-on vaping the entire time and like was um, he using a jewel some other device what was he using he was probably using a jewel <laughs> like i was like can you name the brand yeah <laughs> yeah <laughs> like, what flavor yeah <laughs> That's, you got a cherry flavor? What flavor jewel pod. Yeah. <laughs> Detect no. a hint of vanilla? No, like, uh, I think um, he kept vaping, and then, like, uh, he stepped out. He came back. An employee came in, talked to him, and then he stepped out. And a- probably oh, someone an called him out. But, like, the weird thing is, like, I don't think anybody was sitting behind him or in front of him. But, like, I don't know. What chain was this at? Draft House? AMC. AMC? AMC? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, that would never fly at Draft House. Yeah. You would get really banned. Yeah. Why did I say Draft House then? Yeah, yeah I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. Force of <laughs> habit. When you said that, I was just like, no. No. Force of habit. No. But yeah, um, well, for me, my maybe, I've been fortunate to not have weird theater experiences. Like, we're just, you know, crazy people. Well, you go at 1030 yeah. in the morning. <laughs> <laughs> Every time. Yeah, look. Go see movies early. They're they're cheap. Almost no tickets are cheap. No, almost no one goes to early mo- movie screenings. So I was like, it's great. Now, yeah, but if you go late in the day, then you have something to look forward to. Yeah. But then I had to plan my whole day around making sure I finish everything before I go. No, to No, if you time. plan to have the movie in the morning, then the rest of the day you just feel tired because you just spent your morning sitting in a dark theater. It's like they say in Parasite, man. The best plan is no plan. Okay. Okay, <laughs> I'm still stick to my plan of seeing movies the first showtime available okay, in the format whatever. that I want. But um, probably my weirdest experience. So I saw Batman v Superman early at an early screening, and it was at an AMC. So you know you're not gonna you're gonna get some weird people at like these giant multiplex chains. But this guy, and next to me to my right, he just pulled out a full notebook and started taking notes like he was a critic i'm not sure whether he was or not but like if you're just a normal moviegoer you're seeing the movie early don't act like you're a professional critic he was, t- he was taking notes the entire time he had a, oh like i think by the time the movie ended i looked over and this dude had a full page of notes i'm like okay he must have been doing it either for a class maybe it was an early like an advanced screening though oh then definitely like a journalist yeah but still there there were a bunch of other seats reserved for journalists why was he sitting with the general population mm. yeah well, but yeah startup journalists. yeah but yeah that's the thing that's the first time i've ever seen anyone take notes during a movie Weird. Oh, yeah also at south by southwest last year um when we went to see long shot mm-hmm. there was a guy next to me and ryan and this guy he could clearly tell he had a little too much to drink i mean he was still kind of chill but like he had a few drinks in him so he started talking to me and ryan and stuff like that and just you know talking 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 and then he's during the movie he started laughing really 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 hard like abnormally hard than everyone else in the in the paramount theater was laughing yeah, someone who laughs a little differently than everyone else is just the worst you know yeah i mean not in like a general thing but like in the movie theater it, it's kind of yeah it, yeah it kind of takes you out of like no seriously when you can hear like one distinct distinct laugh 
over all the rest. That's the worst person in the yeah. audience. In the audience, oh. I had someone like that when I saw Joker. Really? The person like next to me was like laughing at all the really unfunny parts, but his <laughs> laugh. Oh was, my god! His laugh was really distinct. It was almost like Joaquin Phoenix's laugh. <laughs> do you think yeah. he was sitting in the audience oh. trying to do the Joker laugh? <laughs> if he was like, this is his third time seeing it. Yeah. He's sitting there trying to do the Joker laugh, dude. Like, if, if you're he, laughing during Joker, like, like that, that's a red flag. To yeah, get out, <laughs> I, run. you should have ran, <laughs> dude. It was a sold out theater, and he was sitting like two seats away from me. I was like about to walk out and just go home, but this dude was having it. Yeah. Oh, you're a Jojo Rabbit story, Hallie. Oh yeah. <sighs> when we oh. saw Jojo Rabbit, we went to an advanced screening and I how many times did I switch seats? <laughs> I think 3. Yeah. So I first sat down near some old man who brought out his own bag of peanut M&Ms which he cracked in half with his front teeth mm. so he could eat one half of a peanut M&M at a time. So that was really cool. I loved listening to that. <laughs> and then I switched. I forget what the second person did. Did I only switch? Someone was talking really loud. I don't know. All I know is that. When but I ended up sitting next to you or in your seat. Yeah. yeah. So, so like the way it was, it was like when we first walked into the theater, I sat at the end of like our group. So like mm-hmm. everyone else was to my left and we took the rest of the road down to the, the stairs. Yeah. Uh, so you were sitting at the very end, I believe. Yeah. I was yeah. sitting on like the edge. Yeah. So I wouldn't have anyone on that side of me. Yeah. And then the guy behind me was with peanut uh, M&Ms. Very loudly eating yeah. peanut M&Ms. And then I think you switched with Mitra. Yeah. Yeah. But she was next to me. So it must've been, I don't know what it was. But anyway, anyway, Hallie, she <laughs> swapped seats with me. So I'm now at the very end of the road towards the stairs and she's next to this person. And, he, Do tell. he seemed pretty normal at first like he, i don't know he was <laughs> he looked like if a monster energy drink was a human yeah. you know? <laughs> and yeah. he was doing like graphic design on his laptop before the movie started but as soon as it started he brought out that creepy laugh like you're talking about mm-hmm. how it's just louder and more absurd than anyone else's yeah so he was laughing very loudly and then all of a sudden it turns now he's sobbing. Oh. He's sobbing like a baby. He's sobbing so loud. Yeah. <laughs> and so violently that he shakes the seats next to him. I'm shaking in my seat. Yeah. And not intentionally. No. I remember no. this guy. I couldn't even get into Jojo Rabbit or enjoy the movie because this guy was sobbing so loud the whole time mm. and shaking the seats in the row. Oh, my God. Yeah. So was, worst experience ever. Yeah. He was like dying at all like the Hitler. He was dying at all like the Hitler parts, like actually dying at all of them. But yeah. Yeah. I'm just letting y'all know these experiences are not going to stop, especially when we head down to Austin for South by Southwest in a few I can't weeks. Wait. Oh, One Chase, more. you got a story with <laughs> us. One more story. Uh, dude, like Adam, uh, when we saw when we had stopped by the Southwest last year, um, we saw us early at the world premiere, and this guy next, like, the first okay, the first thing that kind of threw me off guard was everybody was applauding at everything, which makes sense because they're all there, mm-hmm. but also like this guy next to me was so loud and like annoying. He was so into the movie. He was like 
whenever a song was playing in the movie, he was like jamming out, like he was moving, oh. like he was like actually dancing to the movie. So like, this year, do you guys want me to just confront people? <laughs> I no, think we, we can. Just, no, like, we can. Hey, let's just sit at the very end of the row, so we won't have to like put it put up with. I don't know. It's it's kind of hard with people. Cause I mean, I'm fine. I'm fine with having to confront people. Like yeah. I, I, yeah. I prefer not to. But if it comes to it, I can. Yeah. Howie, yeah. no question. I will do it. Confront. Yeah. I'm starting to confront people. I did it this week, sort of. We're so proud of you, Chase. Yeah. So hopefully, I'll have it all down. He's being myself, assertive. Yeah. Look out, world. All right. Well. <laughs> <laughs> We got to take a quick break, but we will be right back following these messages from our zero sponsors. Yeah. Well, we hope you enjoyed those messages from our non-sponsors, but uh, we're back and that's going to wrap up today's episode of our weirdest theater experiences. So anyway, but one thing we want to plug is next Wednesday night. On March 4th, 2020, is our screening of Once Upon a Time in Hollywood, where, after the film, we will be joined by Mike Moe, the actor who plays Bruce Lee. So, stick around for that. Come out to that. Starts at 6 p.m. Doors open at 5 o'clock. Chase, you got anything you want to say? Uh, you won't want to miss this event. It's going to be pretty, pretty, pretty awesome in my eyes, I think. Yeah. Anyway, we are absolutely excited for next Wednesday. Mm-hmm. Uh, hope you enjoyed today's episode. See you next week. Bye. Boop.